Let's talk about undervalued running backs, specifically Melvin Gordon, heading into 2020. People are not evaluating the risk versus reward properly, and I'm going to tell you why Melvin Gordon's an extremely undervalued fantasy football running back heading into 2020. He may even be a win a league draft pick in 2020. He's the only running back with eight or more rushing touchdowns each of the last four years. Let's go. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Let me explain my frog and boiling water analogy. Some of you have heard this many times before. If you take a frog and put him in boiling water, he will jump out because he will notice the extreme difference in temperature. However, take same frog, put him in lukewarm water, turn it on high, he will slowly cook to death. Disclaimer, I don't really know if this is true. It's a great analogy though, because it explains what happens to the fantasy football owner, their mindset when a player gradually falls down the ADP ranks and they don't readjust or adapt their thinking. To best illustrate my point, let me paint a picture from 2019. Dalvin Cook in 2018 was everybody's favorite top five running back. He gets hurt. Nobody is willing to trust him going into 2019 early January mock drafting. So Dalvin Cook, the top five running backs being kicked around fantasy football circles. He's not trustworthy. He's going to burn you at top five value. Dalvin Cook starts falling down the ADP rankings. Even in this range, people are like, Dalvin Cook's not worth it. If he gets hurt, he will burn you. You could lose your league if you invest in Dalvin Cook at running back one value. And down goes his ADP. And before you know it, he's in the second round, where Dalvin Cook now has really decent upside. But people are still talking about him, giving you advice as if you were going to draft him in the top five still. Down he falls into the 18 to 22 overall range he eventually climbed back up i'd like to think i had something to do with that in august late august he climbed back up into the 12 to 14 range but dalvin cook for a bigger part of fantasy football offseason drafting especially dynasty leagues in may through july he was capable of being grabbed in the 22 24 18 overall range and i beat that drum over and over i screamed from the rooftops draft dalvin cook he can't fail you at late second round value. People continued to talk about him as if he was being ranked right here. Smitty, he can't be a top five running back. Smitty, he could get hurt. What if he gets hurt? People don't realize that scale that's involved in fantasy football player evaluation. Risk versus reward. At top five overall value, yes, the risk was super heavy. The reward was not as heavy. The scale tipped in the direction of risk. That was up here. When Dalvin Cook fell here, that scale tipped the other direction, yet no one noticed. The frog in the lukewarm water didn't gradually notice the difference in his value. And when he got here, people should have reacted and adapted. They should have said now, okay, all that risk we were worried about isn't really relevant at this point. Dalvin Cook is now being ranked at 18 to 22, yet he has top five running back appeal. The risk is baked in. Take a big whiff. And that's why he's in every intro video of every single video I did in 2019 as my top five running back breakout. Top five running back. Eventually, people caught up. They said, wait a minute. Dalvin Cook's a late second drafted player. He has top five running back upside. And he climbed up to the 12 to 14th range, which was still a bargain. Still had a bunch of haters 
lined up against him. Dalvin Cook was a monster in 2020. This is not about Dalvin Cook. This video is about Melvin Gordon, but I paint that picture so that you understand that Melvin Gordon, much like Dalvin Cook last year, is being talked about as if he's still being ranked as a running back one. Smitty, he's going to share carry. Smitty, he's not going to be as good as he used to be. Smitty, he won't be a top five running back anymore. Melvin Gordon is getting drafted at 3.10 to 4.05. Now, the later you get him, the better. If you can get him at 4.02 to 4.05, it's ideal. It's win a league type value with very little risk. The risk is baked into that value. Let me tell you a little something about Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is the only running back in the NFL currently where his last four years, he has run for over eight TDs in every one of those last four seasons and pulled in over 40 receptions or more in every single one of his last four seasons. The concern is this. Melvin Gordon, for his fantasy value, has needed two things, right? He's needed the touchdowns, and he gets them. He had 20, 23 in his last 24. I That's believe. insane. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. He, I mean, he's, he's, he's ridiculous, right? He's, um, he's the only running back with eight or more rushing touchdowns each of the last four years. So you don't get Melvin Gordon without giving it to him when you're getting close, 100%. So he's needed two things. He's needed the touchdowns. He's going to get that in Denver. And he's needed volume. Yeah. Look, if he, if a year from now you and I are talking and he, he wound up with 15 touchdowns, I'm not I'm not shocked. Right. Melvin Gordon, right? right? Wouldn't be shocked if he has 10 touchdowns, eight. But I'm just worried. I'm a little worried about volume. And it's not necessarily all Philip Lindsay. I don't think this is an even split. I think it's 70-30. So, so, so last question on this That's part, last question on this part. So fourth round value, you, are you very comfortable with fourth round value? Because 100%. Because that's where he's yeah. going, and I think that's where my excitement lies, is that he has the potential at 4.02 to like literally win you a, a league. And if he disappoints, probably earns you almost 4.02 value. So that with, I'm with you there. To that point, I'm with you. Okay. If you get Melvin Gordon in the fourth and you've, as your second running back, I think you're pretty psyched. Yeah, you know, assuming you nailed the first ba- three rounds. I'm, I'm basing a lot of my leg off the ADP, so that and again that could yeah. change. Like you said, ADPs in August could be completely different. There is no other running back in the NFL we can say that about. That's momentum. And in his last two NFL games, he missed four games in each one of those seasons. Now that's a negative in itself, you could say. That's built into fourth round value. I'm here to tell you. But Melvin Gordon who supposedly came back and didn't look the same. He came back and he he was off all year. Still managed to get 42 receptions and those eight TDs to continue that streak of having eight TDs or more and 40 receptions or more for the four straight seasons. Melvin Gordon is walking into a better situation than people are, are describing. The Broncos would not pay him what they're paying him to be a backup running back. The Broncos would not have gone after him if they wanted him to share carries. Melvin Gordon, proven by the stat I just showed you, is a PPR specialist. You could argue he's in fantasy football's top five running backs for PPR production. If you want to argue against me, I I, again point to the 40 receptions for four straight years. He is going to be the PPR guy in Denver. That alone gives him 40, 50% of all the work 
being given to the running backs. So in a worst case scenario, if he split the, the between the tackle work down the middle, which he won't, but if he did, he's still getting well over 60% of all the work in Denver at the running back position. And yet people are talking about Lindsey eating into his work. They're going to run a ton. They're going to throw the running back a ton. All those weapons on the outside are going to make it really, really tough for defenses to focus on Melvin Gordon. And I think that his 3.8 and 3.9 pedestrian yards per carry will be a distant memory, at least for 2020 in Denver. Denver's going to block for him. Denver's going to feed him. He will be a 10 TD or more running back in 2020. And I wouldn't be shocked at all if he had 1,400 to 1,500 total yards, which would be a high-end running back two, maybe even flirting with the running back ones in 2020, at least the low end. Now, if I get a DM, Smitty, I took your advice. You better be right. I took Melvin Gordon at number 14 overall. If you do that, I'm going to tell you... Pick a left. Pick a left. Do not do that. The point of this video, the takeaway, is to go draft Melvin Gordon as late as possible, as late as ADP will allow, which looks like 3.8, 3.9, 3.10 to 4.05. If you land Melvin Gordon as your second running back, your fourth drafted player, you're going to be on your way to having a championship caliber team by that move alone. I tell you to maximize value at every turn and even though Dalvin Cook and Melvin Gordon aren't really the same player their scenarios are a little bit different the point is that when you drafted Dalvin Cook at 18 to 22 he could explode from that draft value to the tune of 15 picks maybe which is almost two rounds and in Melvin Gordon's case while you can't count on him being a, a top 15 overall pick he could be that good in Denver so getting him at 4.04, 4.02, he could climb literally two rounds on you and explode from his ADP value. Yet if he disappoints you, he probably will still earn you fourth round value. Why people don't preach this more? It's one of the biggest things that I try and teach people and try and get them to, to implement because knowing it's one thing, implementing it is a whole nother thing. Having the discipline to think about it at every pick that you're you're taking. You need to ask yourself the two questions. Can this player in a disappointing year, assuming they aren't out for the year, suffering a major injury, can they on a disappointing year earn the value back or come even close to it? And can the player explode from this draft value if they end up being better than anybody anticipates and there's the upside for it? Answer yes to both those questions. You're making the right pick at that draft selection. And, and, and rinse and repeat. Alvin Kamara at number six or seven could be a top two or three overall player. He could be. He isn't guaranteed that. Anybody can get hurt, but the argument is there. It's logical that Alvin Kamara could be a number two, number three overall running back. I have Barkley number one and McCaffrey number two. Don't twist that up. I'm merely saying Kamara at seven has upside that's actually pretty huge. And his floor is probably still in the first round. That's what you call the safest middle round draft selection you can make in 2020. Think about that at every turn. Melvin Gordon fits the bill in the, the late third to, to mid fourth round range for exactly what we're talking about. Go draft Melvin Gordon in 2020 in at least one or two of your leagues. Have faith in the guy. Have faith in the momentum that he's carrying into 2020 in an offense that should have him running more efficient. 10 TDs is very, very doable. Subscribe, follow, tell your friends, hit the like button. It helps the show. It helps YouTube know we got to deliver this content to more people. Join my Discord at sleeperu.com slash Discord. 
It's a free chat where hundreds of us from the community are just talking fantasy football. Start bench advice. You want to run a trade by somebody at midnight. You want to be in this Discord. It's free. Just go to sleeperu.com slash Discord. YouTube memberships are here. Click that join button. I think right now it's just on desktop. But go to my YouTube page. Click join. I have two tiers. One that gives you a private video a week. It's going to be training, how to dominate trading, how to how to dominate your drafts with a certain draft strategy. It'll be like a master class. You'll get one of them a week, private, just to the people that subscribe to that level. Now, there's only one other level. There's two tiers right now. The, the, the higher level gets everything the first tier gets, which also includes a Sunday morning Zoom call where if anybody in that, that tier, the, lo- the lower tier, can jump into the Zoom call and get private one-on-one, more intimate type fantasy football advice on Uh, during the morning games, the hour before kickoff. And so the top tier, you get an amazing thing where you can call into the show whenever I'm live, you get at least one time you can get called by me and get on the show live where the community gets to know you. You get to get your question out in front every time. People like Tony, Little, I'm sure Umberger are gonna be in that tier. You can cancel anytime. You can go one month and then just cancel it. It's all paid through YouTube. You can use PayPal, very secure. It's all done through YouTube to make it simple and secure. And you don't need to do it. It helps support the show and it helps me provide you even more content. Nothing's going away. I'm not taking anything away from the content. I'm still producing a ton of content, but I want to give people even more. And that's why I've activated the YouTube memberships on my channel. Again, go on a desktop computer, go to my YouTube page, click the join button and check out the two tiers and become an even bigger member of the show. Little's already called into a live. Tony's already already called into a live it's good fun it's like the howard stern show we're gonna get a bunch of characters in this show on the regular on the phone and you all get to watch it get on over to sleeperu.com and get your bold predictions rankings and get ready for 2020 let's go top five running back you're watching the fantasy football show 